Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talk Talks. Uh, my name is Andrew Kistner. I'm your host. Um, and me, uh, have Nicole still on here. This is a continuation of last week's program where we talked about Grace's MRT um, test and all the awesome things that we learned from a food sensitivity side of things. And uh, at the end, I left you a little teaser on the poop test, um, which Nicole loves. Um, and we'll put these on the screen for you so that you can kind of uh, see where we're at, look at the test, um, and find out if it's something that you think might be helpful for, uh, for you. So we want to kind of go over this one in detail um, with Nicole. She's still here. We just stayed on and kept talking. So um, thanks for being here again. We're yes, still. Yes. Um, so this is a big test. This has like the, the MRT had one, two, three pages, you know, to it. Um, we'll put that one aside since we already talked about that one. This one, uh, the GI map, um, is huge. It's yeah. got one, it two, a lot of three, good information. Four, five pages of test results. This isn't your notes or anything. This is literally just test results. Yep. Um, and first question I have is, what all does it test for? And uh, the next question, the follow-up question for that is. Why, why should somebody do this test? What about, you know, in their life is going on that they should go, oh, I don't think I should uh, maybe see Nicole. Yep. All right, so the GI map is a really good way to, like I said, look under the hood. We talked about that kind of last time. So um, what I mean by that is, you know, we can't look in our stomachs and know what's going right. on. Um, our body is always communicating with us, so it's the Morse code of the body. So it's always trying to talk to us but we never really fully know what's growing, especially right. if you've had rounds of antibiotics at any time in your life. Um, if you've had steroids or, I mean, really any, right. anything that's gonna disrupt the microbiome. I mean, even like pesticides on our food, like things are just gonna happen that right. disrupt our, our microbiome. And it's so not a lot always, of them are out of our control. Like, it's not always swimming in a lake in South Africa. Yeah. Not South Africa, in, in the Amazon, just even in South or, America, that's what I meant. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if they have anything. I mean, even in the lakes here, I mean, right. you can still get something, <laughs> or even in our well water, you could right. get, you know, you could get something um, bacterial infection, but you could get things from your well water right. here. It's a dangerous too. world out there. It is, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so this is not meant to scare you, but it is, it's really helpful to get behind the root cause of things. So. Uh, my philosophy is I don't just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Right. It's a bad Which philosophy. Which is what a lot of people do. <laughs> it doesn't um, work. It, it, well, it takes forever. Right. And you're not actually sure what stuck. We just, saw on, uh, it was awful, um, there was a TikTok. That, which is really what put me into high gear with parasites. And if you watch the last episode, I kind of talk about, you know, we're still trying to figure things out with Gracie from a seizure perspective. And there are a lot of studies on parasites and seizures. And so um, when you start searching for things, everything starts <laughs> popping up because You're Mark and all everybody, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and whoever owns everything else, they know. Um, and we were on TikTok. Emily sent me a video one night and some lady, some mother gets on there and she said, this awful story yeah. of she started treating one of her kiddos for parasites. Um, they, I don't know if they did testing, and she didn't really say that. And this awful thing showed up in the toilet, mm -hmm. and I'm like, we need to test. We yeah. need. Yeah. Like, I've had like is my, this inside I've anybody? I've had other practitioners like myself like have have lots of parasites, and they're working to get rid of them. That so, blows my mind. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yes, that is one aspect yes. of the test. That is not all of it. No, and, there's, and, and it's not it's a small as portion. common. Like I've tested 
Quite a few people. Lots. I've done lots of these tests, and I would say I can count on one hand right. how many have come back with parasites. So, so don't let the parasite thing. No, no, but no. although I would want to know if I have right. a parasite. <laughs> how do However, we get rid of it? and actually that's funny because most of my clients like that's the first thing they're like, do I have a parasite? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're good. <laughs> but there's other things. I mean, there's literally so six pages of so other it's gonna stuff. So it's going to test. It's going to test for parasites. It's right. going to test for worms. It's going. And by the way. You, those seem to be the same thing, but they actually have very different protocols. So oh, it's important that that's why this test is so important because I don't throw one protocol at that. Like that, right. there's like 50 different things I could go based off what we find on that right. test. So I create a very individual approach based off what we find, and it's not just the same protocol for everybody. Right. It really is dependent upon what we find on your test. So it looks to see what's growing in your gut. So do you, is your keystone, your, your good bacteria, are they all in balance? Because if they're too high or too low, that's gonna produce symptoms. It's also gonna tell me your pathogenic bacteria, so the ones that are the weeds of the garden. Right. Those are the ones we don't really wanna see, but they're always there. And some of them are inflammatory, so some of them have the ability to cause autoimmune diseases. They can right. cause um, just severe inflammation throughout the entire body they can affect the brain you know i mean if we have a gut infection we've got we could have a brain infection we could have it could affect anywhere it could affect right. our uterus like all the things whatever your right. weak spot is that's where it usually attacks um so it's going to tell us you know what's growing if it's inflammatory how how to approach whatever it is that's growing in there and, and not everything that's some not everything aren't growing has, enough yeah yep. like when we go to this page in um it tells us things that are good that we may not have enough of, yep. like bacteria. Yep. And so it's really helpful to know, you know, what is in there. And it's not necessarily like, so the keystone, even though like you don't have the wide variety that we, you know, would like to see, it, we're not going to throw, like my approach as well is we don't do specific like I'm not going to give you the thing that you're missing because I'm going to give you a wide range of Got things. It. So, and I personally like a spore-based probiotic um, for that. So we, I have lots of different tools um, depending on what we find. Right. But it also tests for H. pylori, and that's a a bacteria that will burrow into the in the lining of your stomach. Right. That can cause GERD. It can cause reflux. It, um, there it is. is a problem. Luckily, Grace had lab none. High. Yeah, if it's lab high, that's where it's a problem. Or if you have those GERD and those symptoms and you have H. pylori, then it's something we would address. Um, but it also is important to know because it affects your digestion because it, what they do, what the H. pylori does is it burrows into the lining of your stomach and it purposely lowers your stomach acid. Oh. And you need high stomach acid right. to kill the parasites, to kill the bacteria, to break down your food properly so you don't get food sensitivities. So it's like, it's a vicious cycle that you have right. to stop, and that's why H. pylori is really important to know if you have, and then if you have it, you need to, if it's lab high, right. or you have a virulence factor, which just basically means different things, like some of the H. pylori can cause stomach cancer, they can cause ulcers, there's different things that certain bacteria can, right. can cause. So you wanna know if you have it, if it's lab high, and if you have those virulence factors. Um, and that determines how we approach how we, we, we approach it. So right. not all H. pylori cases do we, do we um, go after. You know, right. Some of them we leave alone, um, and other ones we ha we're very aggressive with it. Right. Um, so yeah, it just depends on what we find. Um, 
And then it also tests for fungus and yeast. The test is not as accurate with that. It doesn't always detect it. So if we do see it, then it's 100% taken care of. Got it. Um, but if we don't see it on there, we I have a questionnaire and I still, I honestly don't know of anybody that has doesn't have a fungal or yeast overgrowth, to be honest <laughs> with our with our food system, the way it is and antibiotics and everything. Right? So most of the time I suspect it. Um, and so I, I do have a questionnaire and I can kind of get a better idea of whether, and, right. if, and again, if we're going through a gut healing protocol, might as well make sure we catch everything and right. not leave that one. Now through things that um, Grace had, and again, we're trying to, to work on our goal now is seizures and, and you know making progress with her. Um, but she had overgrowth and microbes. She had three that were high. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me a little bit about what that, I can't even pronounce any of these words. So. Yep. So she, and I'm looking at my notes so I know yeah. which ones you're talking about. So um, the ones that were lab high, so she did have, for example, so she had Staphylococcus aureus. So that one sounds scary, it's Staph. Right. So some people are like, oh, that's MRSA, that's, you know. Right. We have Staph on our skin, we have, so Staph is a part of our microbiome, it's part of our skin and, and our flora on our skin. But the problem is, is when it is lab high. However, it isn't something that I, my approach is not to go in and kill it right. in the normal way, like um, like we wouldn't be killing it. What we'd be doing is starving it by making sure it doesn't have food source. So for that particular bacteria, it feeds off undigested protein. So Interesting. making sure that Grace is digesting her food properly, that we can't give her acid, but we can give her some help right. digestively, digestive enzymes and things right. to make sure that she's digesting, that she's chewing as best she can to break everything down so we don't feed that and continue to right. grow. And that's how, isn't, isn't that how you usually deal with if somebody does have parasites? Is we starve them? Not necessarily the different. parasites. That would okay. be more like the bacteria. So like the C. diff, we could do that Got with um, the... E. Coli, certain E. coli, yeah. So some some of the bacteria we can do that. Parasites are a little bit different. They're a little little bit trickier. They are totally doable. It's the right. worms that are a little a little bit more challenging. The we worms. have to we have to pulse and um, we could have worms. Yep. So you want and that's why it's important to know. That's right. why you don't want to throw spaghetti because if you have worms, right. you have to do a completely different approach because their life cycle is different. So right. you have to pulse different supplements during certain times when they're in a certain life cycle. You can't just yeah, so it's important to know, but again, nobody, not everybody has worms, so right. <laughs> that's a good sign. You might though. I don't know. <laughs> One way to find out. Yeah, um, but it would, it would answer. It, the thing is, most people like they were really like I, de I definitely have some people that are a little upset when they first find out, but then there's this sense of relief. Like right. I have had one client. Um, she's been on a like a six-year journey, trying to figure out what's wrong with her. And doctor after doctor after doctor either told her nothing's wrong, basically gave her no no explanation and that she's making it up. Um, I tested her. She had a parasite. She has a parasite and and a couple other inflammatory bacteria and things. Yeah. And granted, no one wants to hear they have a parasite, but it was like, this makes right. so much sense. Why I feel so horrible. Right. You know, and why I have all these symptoms. And so it's it's um, a three-month healing process. And then we retest to see if we got it. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, and then little uh, little kids, it's a little bit different. We, depending on what we come up with, sometimes right. doctors will have to, to to do things. And actually, I had a 16-year-old um, that has a full protocol, has a bunch of stuff going on. She also had um, a parasite. She did not 
want to do the parasite protocol, so she's getting right. an antibiotic for that. So okay. So yeah, I give all the options, and I even told her, I'm like, you could go with the antibiotics, or you could do this. And right. you know, so I try to give as many options because I understand 16-year-olds right. don't want to take all the medicine and like have all these problems. So right. uh, there's a faster, you know, maybe you know. So and that's why we get. As parents, we get kind of disappointed. Like this, we got this test, and I'm like, oh, this is my first question. Does she have a parasite? Because that's something that's something I can latch onto. Let's fix it. That's, yeah. That might be it. Yeah. We had no parasites. We had no worms. So, and then I will say, so. But the, we had lots of other things. Well, and the other Achilles heel of the test. So there's the two Achilles heels, if you will. Got so the, the candida fungal overgrowth, sometimes that can get missed because it doesn't always grow well in poop. And then also the parasites. Those can sometimes not show up the first time. Got it. And then sometimes as we do the gut work, the uh, gut is like an onion. So as we peel a layer back, and we peel layers back because of, the, of the, the things we'd use, it can kind of draw them out. And so sometimes on that retest, parasites can actually pop up then. So it's not that you all of a sudden had a parasite, it's just that we've drawn it to the surface. Right, right. So, there, so it's not saying there isn't a parasite, it's just right. we didn't detect one at this moment. That makes sense, I get that. Um, so I noticed But it's very rare. Right. Doesn't happen um, a lot. I noticed something back here. The last page is intestinal health markers, um, which Grace was pretty good on most. Um, but oh, how do you say that? Elastase. Elastase, and then she had occult, occult blood. Yep. What is that? Okay, so we'll ver we'll tackle elastase first. So <laughs> right. the elastase basically just means like how her pancreatic enzymes. Um, are doing. So it's just measuring to oh, okay. see if her pancreas is doing its job in digesting food. And so... And this says it was not, correct? It needs a little bit of support, yeah. Okay, it needs support. So ideally that number should be around 500. And so, um, so yeah, we'd like... 229. Yep, so we'd like it to be... It needs some support for right. digestion. So she's in. She's taking stuff to help with her digestion. Yeah, the, the protocol is not difficult. I mean, even for, for Gracie, who's, you know, has a lot of special needs, um, for... From our perspective as parents, it's not it's not difficult. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of times, what for one weekend a month or whatever, or every couple weekends, um, you know, we have to do some extra steps. Uh, but really, we're just giving her some supplements. Yep. I would and say it's most everything. Spray and yeah, there's a spray. There's a, some drops um, and some other things. You know, the I think the hardest part is the timing of it. Like mm -hmm. she has to have this supplement a half hour before she eats. Yep. Then this one an hour after, after she, she eats. eats. Yeah. It that part it, and once you figure but it out, not, then it's not bad. It's, it's just the it's figure. Not bad. Yeah. No. Like it could be a lot worse. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, we could be having to do And it, one thing that Grace does have in her advantage cuz I have I work I do work with a lot of the kids and some most kids cannot swallow pills. Right. She, yeah, so she can, she can swallow pills. pills so that definitely helps. So there's, you know, she does the liquid and she does a spray right. and then she can take some of the capsules too. For those that have special needs kiddos or even young kids, we figured it out a couple years ago. Um, the easiest way, make a short of this because this will blow your mind. The easiest way to get your kiddo to swallow a pill is, you know, those, those fruit pouches or vegetable pouches um, and it's liquid vegetables inside. We get like the applesauce, the organic Kirkland applesauce ones. And you put the pill in the mouth of it and then they'll suck on it and swallow it, just like food. Like she doesn't put the pill in her mouth and swallow with water. Um, and it works flawlessly 100% of the time. Nice. Um, and she likes the pouches and so she just we just put it in, squeeze it in her mouth, she swallows it. That's how we got Grace 
Gracie yeah. to swallow pills. So um, I will say, because I work with a lot of other kids that are not not yes. so so there's other there's other ways so you know we can I have one kiddo has a lot of aversions and like he For sure. everything he's eating he's sensitive to of course and so we just with with him we're just doing our best and we give right. him you know as many options and we hope that while we're healing as much as we can heal that maybe he'll he'll be able to latch on to things as we're repopulating right. his gut um, so there's kids' gummies to repopulate the gut right. that I have, um, or you know we can open up the powder, mix it in a little bit of honey or a little yeah. bit of something that they kind of like, even though it's supposed to be away from food. You know, whatever we're getting, we have right. to get it into them. Absolutely. So, so there's definitely ways to work around kids that that can't take the pills. For sure. Um, and yes, we have. It takes a little bit of problem solving and thinking, and but right. um, but most depending on what's going on with with the kiddo or whoever. Um, some protocols are, are a little bit more hefty, right. um, and we just we just do the best we can depending yep. on the kid and what we can handle. We get it done. Yep, we just figure it out. You do, it's not a problem. No, it's not a problem. That's what you got to do. You yep. got to figure it out. Yep. I love it. So occult blood. Okay, occult. So occult just means hidden. Okay. So that just means that you're not going to be seeing it in your poop. So your okay. poop isn't going to turn red or black um, with this hidden hidden Got blood it. so it's um, trace amounts so it could be there's it, you know it could just be like there's a fissure or a polyp somewhere um, it could be the food sensitivities it could be some inflammation that's you know there's all these could be um, right. inflammation something something is irrit irritating the gas you know the the intestinal system and so when when that shows up we definitely want to keep an eye on it when we and that's why we do the retest because right. we want to make sure that has gone away as we do because we do the gut healing and sealing right. so we heal the intestines so that should take care of any issue that in removing the food sensitivities so if it doesn't then that's when you would we would we so you'd go out yeah you would yeah. Re, you'd be referred out because there's something maybe structurally wrong or something right. else so it's it's really good information because you could oh, you yeah. could find you know can you know? I mean, you know, there's these things that could be hidden that you would never know, right. and so it's, it's just a helpful tool when right. you're doing the healing work and it ha that part hasn't been healed. Then you're like, okay, this is something we need to look at. Right. We're trying to eliminate as many of these as, if not all of them, you know, as possible. Yep. And then whatever's left over, now we we now switch. you know. Yeah. Now there's a new approach. We switch directions and we yeah. Yep. Go about it a different way. Yep. And it's just one layer, but but the gut really is. And I know I've said this before. It's, it's like I'm on a soapbox, but the gut it. is the most important thing, whether it's seizures, whether it's autism, whether it's autoimmune. I mean, right. um, you don't even have to have gut symptoms. You don't have to have gas, cramping, you know, to 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 have something this right. proportionate, dysbiotic growing in your gut. Um, if you are producing symptoms of any kind, if you have a disease, it starts with the gut. Right. And so all healing begins with the gut. Yep. I love it. I mean, it could be a parasite. It could be. <laughs> it could and be. It's inside you right now, eating your food. It yep. is. Yeah. And actually, I, I have a client that has a severe um, eye um, like disease, and he's losing his eyesight. Oh, no. And he has four parasites. Wow. So no you wonder. Think that's a contributing factor? I do. Yep. Interesting. And my belief, my belief is, you know, parasites steal your nutrients. Right. So his eyes aren't getting his, the nutrients they need to 
to thrive. Right. So his his body is nutriently deficient. He, so he, things are breaking down, which is why he came to see me. He wasn't having any gut issues, by the way. That was not why he came to see me. So he has all... four parasites and no gut issues. Yeah, and it's all his Does eyes. Does that not blow your it's mind? It's his eyes are the problem. Right. That's the only thing he cares about, which makes sense. And those that's... are just sucking all the good, good nutrients. Out. Again, that's my opinion. I don't. Right. No, I'm not a doctor. We'll find out. Yep, but so. Awesome. Okay. Testing is best. You testing know? is best. Since we're talking testing, uh, we touched on it the last um, episode. But how? The first one last episode was a blood test. What's this one? This is a stool test. <laughs> the stool test. Yes. Um, and and I know you have a story. I also have a client. <laughs> I my, my I don't have a personal story. I didn't have a problem. Um, <laughs> but I have had another client, a little boy. Um, I think it was like eight. And his um, they they were struggling trying to get him to poop in this little it looks like a cafeteria tray by right. the way i will never go to a cafeteria and like look at food trays ever this like never the same <laughs> ever again but um so they were trying to get him to poop in this that this is probably not going to happen so what this family did is they put saran wrap down and the little boy just pooped in the saran wrap and then the parents came in and collected it <laughs> afterwards so <laughs> so it's not as bad one is we're still you know we're with gracie's disabilities, we're still changing her. So, you know, we just scooped it out of a diaper. Yeah. That we thought would be very simple. The problem was you're, you know, we're both up there and we were um, trying to manage this and Emily's opening the test and I'm pulling the diaper off and, um, and she hands me the <laughs> vial or whatever. And she says, um, open that. And, and so I, I do that and I'm trying to do this one hand and I get it off and then I go to grab something and there's liquid in there. I did not know there was liquid in there. It's red liquid. And she literally thought, like, we bought this test and you just wasted, how I don't remember what the cost was, all the money on this test. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen her probably that mad. She's like, why wouldn't you, why would you do that? I'm like, I didn't know there was liquid in there. How was I supposed to know? She's like, why yeah. wouldn't you tell me there's liquid in there? <laughs> She's like, you didn't see liquid in there? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You're she distracted so by legs moving. And I'm just like, I'm calm. No, just call Nicole and see if, we, you know, I'm sure that this is, I'm not the first person that this has happened to that's poured out the liquid. You're the first one that. I'm the first one. Yeah, for me. <laughs> for you. But I'm sure it's happened. I know it, but so not for she me. She is fuming mad. Um, I <laughs> ready to kill me because she thinks we just wasted yeah. tons of money on this. And now we have to buy another kit and uh, so just call Nicole, but call Nicole, but call Nicole. Yeah. And it's then, not a problem. It's not a problem it's because problem. you pay when the test Gets, gets shipped tested, and shipped. Test, yeah, tested. So we have tons of kits. Yep. You don't pay until they test it. Yep. Um, and so she came down. I'm sorry for getting so upset. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a, so yeah, just so people know, the tube has red liquid in it. Yes. And then the lid has a spoon attached to it that you're supposed to dig around and use. And then you have to fill it up to a certain line. It's awful. Um, yeah. It has gloves. It don't care. You're wearing gloves. It's so it's, Yeah. So. Whatever. Anyway, that's how you test it. Now everyone knows. That's that is what it is. I, and can I also say, I just also like to remind people too, when you if you go to take it to FedEx, yes, it is. I just like to tell people they do ask you if it's a animal sample or a human sample, and I my face turned bright red. And by the way, I don't care. I can talk about poop right. for days. But when I'm thrown off guard and not suspecting someone's going to ask me if my sample is. Is it your poop or an animal? Is it a, what's in there? You know, I was like, oh my goodness, what? They haven't done that to me. They okay, just, well that's good. They see the bag because the bag is different. 
And so when you walk into FedEx, they immediately go, that bin. They don't want to touch it. Uh, so far, I've done it three times, and every time I walk in, they're like, you got to put it over there in that bin. Put it in that bin. Because uh, they know it's a sample <laughs> of some sort. Yeah. And, they and don't that's care. what they don't know what kind of sample. It could be blood. It could be. Right. It could be anything. Hair. Who knows? Yeah. It's a we, sample. I, we did a hair test sample Grace, recently, and I walked in, and they're like, it's a, it goes in that bin. Um, they have no idea what it is, but yeah. they just know it's a, it is a sample. It is nice to know ahead of time because. It, yeah. Right. The bin matches the bag, so you know. Well, mine didn't have a bin. He, they, oh. Oops, sorry. I'm making noise on my microphone. You're right. Um, but yeah, mine, did, mine scanned it and gave me like a you know receipt or saying the like tracking it. number or whatever. And he flipped it over. He's like, is it human or animal? I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's my poop. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, if you must know. <laughs> so. Too funny. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you for talking to us about this. This test um, is huge. It's so important. Huge. It really is. Um, not just in meaning, but it's a big test. There's there's seven pages, six, seven pages here yep. of a wealth of information. And Nicole, um, the protocol you give us with it, the step-by-step -step directions. You know, you have to do this at this time, this at this time. It, it's very easy for people to figure out. Mm -hmm. um, and just the ability to, to have you here um, walking them through these and writing these protocols for them is, is awesome. So um, I hope uh, that we've been able to help you kind of walk you through some of the testing that Nicole does. Um, again, if you're interested in sitting down with her, uh, it's well worth your while, um, especially if you have symptoms, but maybe if, if, if you don't. Um, but she might be able to help you um, before, not before it's too late, but before bad, you know, you realize you have a parasite. I don't know. That could, it would be good to know. So thank you for um, watching this episode of Talk Talks. Uh, please like, share, comment, um, and subscribe. And we will see you guys next week.